This is the Peaks Audio Experience. We've got a challenge coming up. I thought it's a really good time to have a think about and understand why people love challenges. Mm. So we'll get the details of the challenge a bit later on, but I think it's really, it's really, it's worthwhile digging a bit deeper into the, the, the psychology of mm. challenges, why people, why so many people have responded to this challenge, mm. why people are genuinely excited. So give us your insights. What's the, what's the thinking behind the challenge mm. and why do people get so excited about being challenged? Like, I think first of all, um, you know, it's an interesting time of year. Right? Yes. So we, we're coming True. to the end of the month, the end of the year, yes. and right now the end of the decade. It is 2020, it's, it's the end. It's right, so we're, here we are, we're coming up to yep. the end of you know, 2019, 2019, and people, when we get to those really important milestones, mm. people start to think about uh, where am I, yeah. where am I in my life, what yeah. did I do in the last decade? So people do usually a big reflection piece at this time of year. But yeah, they do it anyway for New Year, don't they? Do the New Year's resolution, but this is like the extra layer. Mm. So it's the New Year resolution plus the new decade resolution. So mm. it's a real, it's a real time for people to think back. Have I achieved what I've, yeah, what I've said? Um, from the feedback we're getting, a lot of people said, "Lah, yeah, I, I was, I was here, and then I let things slip, and now mm. the new decade, mm. I'm really wanting to focus on." And so, yeah, it is. It's a, it's a good time to reset those goals. It is, and so you know, whether it's your career, whether it's your life, whether it's your family, whether it's, you know, a house. <laughs> And people tend to set goals and set plans in 10-year cycles. Actually, yeah. So a lot of people yeah. will think, some people are short-term, mm. some people look at the day, the week, the month, mm. but a lot of people, and when we're talking about wellness, we actively encourage people to think about long-term. You're it's going long, to live it's a, long game. a long life. It's, mm. it's a long game. Mm. So that naturally inspires people to think, okay, well, where am I? End of the decade, mm. start mm. of a new decade. What do I want? What do I want to achieve in my life? Mm. Um, you know, and people are starting now, I think, more than ever to think about, what about my health? Mm. So you know, if you're in your, your 40s, your 50s, or your 60s, you think about, what about my health? Am I where I need to be? Is my wellness where mm. it needs to be? You know, is my weight, is my energy? So you start, to, you start to look at yourself, you make comparisons to mm. how you were 10 years ago. You start to project forward and think about, oh, where do I want to be yeah, in yeah. 10 so, years' time? Where are the kids going to be? Where's the family? Where's, you? where's all the people around me going to be? And you start to you do that comparison piece. You know, In 10 years' time, I'll be X years old. Mm. What do I want to be doing in X years? And how am I going to be able to do that physically mm. if I'm not well? So this, yeah, yeah. And I guess this time of year as well, because everyone does the it's Christmas, it's New Year, so I'm not going to do anything now. Because everyone gets caught up in that trap of, you know, it's the festivities. So everyone look, looks forward to clear the slate, January the 1st, New Year's mm -hmm. Day. There's a couple of days drifting over past that because there's those the New Year's parties. And then early January, people are like, right, before I get back to work, before I get into it, mm. let's start some reset some goals. And that's why, as you said, people set New Year's resolutions. Mm -hmm. One of the challenges, uh, excuse the pun, with New Year's resolutions is that people set out their goals. Yes. You know, they do it on a sort of bit of a whim. Yep. They come up with a big list of goals, all the things that they want to achieve. I want a new car. I want a new house. Yep. I want, you know, I want some wealth. I mm. want a better job. And they come up with all these goals. And, and a lot of people, first of all, are unrealistic with their goal setting. Um, secondly, they, they set out a lot of material goals um, or things that they're not in control of. And so they, they set out, you know, at the start of the year and very quickly they don't achieve the goals. So, yes. you know, they, they, they either, if it's <clears throat> health and wellness, they might fall off the wagon yeah. or they don't get the job they wanted. 
um, or they don't, they're not able to move where they wanted mm. to, and all these things they, they don't achieve. That's, so they yeah. sort of fall down a bit. Yeah, I mean, everyone sets news resolutions, and you know, so many people do, you say, fall off the wagon. But I think one of the keys, that one of the attractions of a challenge is that, yes, you get to set the goals, but you're not left alone. So that, that plays into that psych of why people are attracted to, to challenges. Exactly right. So why are challenges so popular? Mm. I think there's a whole bunch of reasons. Mm. You know, the first one is that if you think about achieving a goal or developing a new habit or making an improvement in your health or your wellness, you need support. You do. So trying to do it on your own. Some people are really good at this. Some mm. people can. They can set a goal and they can just go hell for leather at that goal and they'll do it. Yes. You know, they're, they're determined. They've got everything they need, all the resources they yep. need. They've yep. got the money, the time, the lifestyle, yep. um, everything at their disposal. Other people recognise that they can't do it alone and, you know, whether they set out to get a personal trainer or get a coach. So a lot of people say, I need some help and they go and find themselves some help. Now, the, the problem with a lot of that help is it, it might come in the form of a coach or a trainer, which is really expensive. True. So what we've got now is we've got challenges that run and you see them everywhere. Mm -hmm. And the benefit of a challenge is you're joining a group of like-minded people. Of like-minded people. Yes. So you've got that group mentality. Yep. You're all going to do something. And it's, it's a bit like when you're out on an adventure, you know, you're going to mm -hmm. on one of these adventure races, or you're doing something in a team at work. It's camaraderie, isn't it? The team spirit. Camaraderie, the team spirit, all of that helps you get through. So when you mm. hit, you know, a really tough point, as you will in any challenge, yes. that's why they're called challenges, you're yes. going to do something difficult. When you hit those tough spots, You've got people around mm. you who are going to support you through, encourage you through, and also you're not going to want to let them down mm. or let the person leading the challenge down. So you're much more likely mm. to mm. stick with it and see it through. Yeah. And if you can see something like a 14 or a 20 or a 30-day challenge through, you've mm. likely made some new habits, you've had some wins, you've tasted success. Yeah. So you're then more inspired and motivated to keep going from that point. So that's on the that's on the I guess the the positive motivation side. The other thing which we we know people love is the accountability. Absolutely. It's the when when they slip they slip up or they 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 find it's tough or they think should I give up? It's having that accountability accountability to whoever's running the challenge. Mm. Accountability to whoever's they've committed to said yeah, there might be their partner or family, I'm doing a challenge. So there's all these layers of accountability that people love to respond to and it, that just gets them to you know to toughen up and mm. do the extra and push themselves through. It does and, and you know when you think about a challenge that the best sort of challenge are the people who are going to push you and hold you accountable. Mm. Not not so that you're on the brink. No. You don't want to be, you know, having a you know a burnout or a, a breakdown or something no. like that. No. You want people who will support you. Tough love. So it's tough love. So mm. they're gonna push you along, they're gonna help you, they're gonna encourage mm. you, mm. they'll be your cheerleaders, but you know, they'll also recognise there's a point at which you need a bit of a hug, metaphorically, and you know they're there to support you, to pick you up, to set yes. you back on track, and just to make sure that you know you don't deviate too mm. far from you know from your goal. And I think if if you look at challenges, the best challenges are where you've got the right type of goal. So instead yep. of I want to lose five kilos, I'd like to lose a bit of weight so I can play with my kids. 
Yes. I can move around better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my joints are feeling better. Yeah. Those are better goals to have because there's a deeper motivation. Mm. So, so you set a with those really wise. good goal. Yeah. And then, like you said, being held accountable. It's mm. not even just you know mm. when you slip or fall. It's about the fact that you know you show up. Yes. So we know from group psychology that people who come into that sort of environment they are likely to show up. Yes. Whereas if people are doing stuff on their own... Daily expectations. And also it's accountability but with coaching and guidance and expertise because it's easy to go to somewhere where someone's just, you know, holding you accountable. But at some stage you're going to say, you know what, I'm finding it difficult. Hmm. Can you help me? Can you give me some tips, tricks, ideas? And I think that's where the challenges are great because mm. there's there's people who run the challenges who yeah. can give you the guidance and the coaching to keep you going, not just say, come on, come on, but actually back that up with some with some great advice. Exactly right. And I think the other thing is, again, you're on a journey, you're mm. working through with, with a bunch of people, and what you're going to do is you're going to make some small changes every day. Yes. And those small changes, you know, a few percent every day, one better thing every day, yeah. over, a, say, a 20-day period, is going to lead to a fairly significant change. Mm. Whereas a lot of people will start their New Year's resolution with this big goal mm. that's unachievable, bam, I want to do this. They don't achieve it, straight away they've fallen, yeah, they've fallen yeah. down. Whereas in the challenges, typically, you set a goal that you like to get to, but you start small. Yes. You take the baby steps. As you, you know, as you succeed, as you get some wins, mm. then you take bigger and bigger steps. And by the end of it, before you know it, you've achieved whatever it is that you mm. actually set out to achieve. So I think that's really, really important yeah. as well. I think one of the other things about challenges is it's, it's different to a group coming together in one place and going through a challenge together. Mm. A challenge like we have, we've got running, which is a global challenge, mm. means that we can have someone on the other side of the world looking to lose one kilo and do some gentle exercise, and someone on this side of the world looking to really push themselves and take themselves through quite a challenging program. They're all doing the challenge, mm. but their goals and the way they conduct themselves is vastly different, but they're all under the umbrella of the challenge and getting the same benefits and support. They are, and again, that's the beauty of it. You can have mm. individual, customised, unique goals, yep. perfect for you, yep. but you've got all of that support. So I think having that support network, yep. whether it's local, whether it's global. So what we know in today's world is that we are very connected through technology, mm. but we're not connected to each other. So a lot of people tend to find themselves really isolated. And a good example is people who are starting on the keto lifestyle. Yes. They get onto the keto lifestyle, they make a start, they do really well, they're having their, their good fats, they're getting rid of their carbohydrates, and then in steps somebody that they know and says, Oh, you know, that's the worst thing you could do for your health. Don't, don't even think about that. Mm. And they've hit this, this obstacle, this challenger, yep. this naysayer. Yes, the and, naysayers. You know, they don't know how to deal with that. Or, yeah. And they may not have a support network locally because mm. we don't have that sense of community mm. where we live anymore. But if you're part of a local, national, global community with, as you said, like-minded people who are trying to achieve the same sort of thing, they're mm. all on their keto journey, then you can get onto the group and say, hey, I just had this challenge from my best friend. What do I do? And then people will jump on there and say, hey, look, yeah, yeah. I had that same problem yeah. and this is what I did. This yeah. worked. Yeah. Um, don't tackle it head on. And they'll give you advice. And mm. I think having that support network, mm. again, just doubles or triples your chance of success. All right, so challenges are great. Challenges are great. And sorry, I've got to talk about community. Good. Talk about community. Because we've talked about support network, yes. 
But I think there's a really big thing, which is community feeling. Mm. And I touched on it there a bit, but you know, people love community. We as humans, we are pack animals, we are community driven. Um, and as much as that, you know, you do get some people who are who'll be very happy to be isolated. Most people enjoy community feeling. They yep. enjoy that again, the team spirit, the community yeah. spirit, and the ability to be recognised by that community when they do well or they succeed. People mm. love that sort of that recognition, that lift they get. It's exactly why mm. people join sports teams, sports clubs. Yep. You know, they have those sort of hobbies. Again, a challenge group of like-minded people mm. can become a new community. Absolutely. And you know, it's a great way that technology brings us together yes. and enables and facilitates that. Again, you could have somebody on the other part, you know, other side of the world, but they're part of your community and you feel a real connection mm. to mm. them because they're sharing the same experiences um, that you're going through. So the benefits, the emotional, the physical, the community, the psychological, so there's a huge benefit mm. of the challenge and all the reasons why people love the challenge and succeed in challenges. Let's and we do about, know, and by the way, we've yes. got to talk about the fact that people on challenges, again, are three to four times more likely to succeed. Well, Absolute the, minimum. So, you, you know, it's, it's a winner. <laughs> it's, it's a winner, a winner, winner. All, right. all right, so what are we doing? So let's talk about our challenge, the challenge that's coming up for 2020. Mm. Let's have a chat about the details because I think those people tuning in, just let's walk through... Uh, I guess, why we're running the challenge, because we're passionate about helping people. But what's the elements of the challenge that people can expect? And what are some of the things they're not going to know about? Wow. Some of the secret squirrel stuff. Secret, secret, don't tell <laughs> anybody. Um, so I guess the main part of the challenge, we do run a lot of challenges, mm -hmm. and this is a special time of year. Yes. It is the start of the new decade. Yep. It is the start of the new year. Yes. And so, you know, this will be one of our bigger challenges. We love to run them. You know, we, we, we love to work with people, to help people, to coach people. We run our challenges for free. Um, there's never a cost involved. And this is really our way to give back mm. to our community. Mm. You know, so the Peaks, the Peaks Life has a global community. Mm. And whether it's, you know, whether you're a, a you know, Facebook follower or Instagram or Twitter or TikTok or YouTube, doesn't matter where you, where you are. Um, you're part of that community and we love working with the community mm. and challenges are, are those great opportunities for us to just give a little bit back yeah. to our community. And it's interesting because so many people sort of question what, what do you get out of the challenge and you know, are you selling a product or a service or and the answer is no but obviously there's a lot of challenges out there where people do feel compelled to buy or mm. take, a, take a service or pay a fee. So these challenges that we run are purely for the benefit of those involved. Absolutely. There's no cost to be involved, there's no, there's no sales tactics, there's nothing else they need to do mm. other than just make a commitment to the challenge. Absolutely right. And personally I love the name. So it's the Peaks 2020-20 Challenge. So it's <laughs> 2020 which is the new decade and it's 20 days. It's 20 and we've chosen days. the dates January the 6th. We have. Why? Well, <laughs> I think this is an interesting one. <laughs> we debated one. over this one. Yeah, we? <laughs> we do. And uh, apart from the fact that, you know, 2020, 2020 sounds cool, um, we started on the 6th of January. And that's because we don't want to start on the 1st of January. It's a tough one. It's a tough one because yeah. you may be hungover. Yes. You may be, uh, you know, New Year's, New Year's Eve um, hungover. Yes. So maybe not on alcohol, but, but food. food. <laughs> Sugar toxified. You may be partied out. Yes. You know, you, you, you're just at that point where you've had that whole Christmas mm. and New Year period. To go cold turkey is very difficult. Yeah, you've had lots of social engagements. Mm. Um, you're probably catching up on socials and, yep. and emails and... 
all those things. You probably still have lots of family commitments on on New Year's Day. A lot of people do have special you know, special events on on New Year's Day. Yep. So all of those things are going to make it difficult for you to a you know jump into the challenge group and give it a hundred percent and b actually start because there's probably still too much going on in your world so you get the first four or five days of january just to chill be with family do all the right things get your head in the game you're probably going to need to set up and do some planning and get organized because on monday the 6th is when it starts it is and then it runs through to saturday the 25th it <laughs> was good, wasn't you it? You weren't was, sure about was, that, were you? I was, I was <laughs> Burns, Night in Scotland. <laughs> Burns, Night in Scotland. The eve of Australia Day in Australia, if you're tuning in. Um, but essentially, it's 20 days. So it's, it's a 20 day, it's not a full four weeks. It it's is. a 20 day period, which is actually a really good amount of time hmm. to commit to a challenge. It's And that's it. I think there's some really key things in there. If you're going to do a challenge, if you're doing ours or you want to jump onto ours, then it is 20 days where we expect 100% commitment. Tough love, tough love. Tough love. And the reason we expect 100% commitment, because it's not fair to other people in the group mm. if you don't. Mm. So if you want to do this, awesome. Give it your all though, just you know, give it everything. And hence the starting a few days after New Year. You've got five days to really get yourself <laughs> sorted out. So figure out your goals, do the research, yeah. work out you know what you want to achieve with this. Mm. And then you can hit the ground running. Whereas a lot of challenges, you get the information on day one yeah. and it takes you four or five days to orientate yourself. So we've got that five day lead in where you can start to wind up. You can, you know, you can read the information, you can listen to podcasts like mm. this, get yourself ready, do any shopping that you need to do, and yep. then really hit the ground running and hit it hard. On day one, you'll get all that support. 20 days is, in our opinion and in our experience, enough time to start to form good habits. Yes. And certainly with the three things which we will talk about in a second, the three things we're going to cover, you are definitely going to get results. <laughs> yes. Right? So in 20 days, you will see results which of different kinds. And everybody will get their own set mm. of results. Which is cool. And then also at the end of the 20 days, which is the 25th of January, you've also, for a lot of people, um, the kids go back to school end of January, early February. If you're in well, somewhere in like Australia. Yes, you've got <laughs> Southern Hemisphere, so Singapore. <laughs> I'm thinking there's, there's a little bit of time between finishing the challenge and then restarting back into the school year for a lot of people in the Southern Hemisphere. In Australia. That's my logic. Well, not just Australia. Singapore. No, no Australia. Singapore. All right. So those people from Australia tuning in, you're sorted. I may have set the dates with my Australian twang because I want to have a really good Australia date. So I may have just tweaked the date slightly, but that's okay. We've got 20 days. All right. So but our US friends and our European friends, it's all good um, because, again, the 20 days, they, they are, it's almost like a bit of a dead spot in January. It is. We've had the high of Christmas. We've had the high of New mm. Year. Um, you know, in Europe, it's winter. In mm. some parts of the US, it's winter. So, it's, you know, it's not a fun time of year. No. So this is a great thing to keep you motivated, keep your spirits high the cold weather. and get you through that. So what right. do we focus on? Okay, so in this particular challenge, we've got three elements that we're focusing on. Which one do you want to start with first? Well, I am going to start with... I'm actually going to start with food. Okay. So with food, we are expecting those on the challenge to follow the food recommendations or the guidelines for the 20 days. So we've made this one keto and or and or clean. So you can just walk us through so people tune in mm -hmm. know if they are a diehard keto, it's great. They can just jump into the challenge and their food is sorted and we can coach them and help them through that. But if they're not in the keto mm -hmm. space, we've added in clean for, for what reason? So 
primarily we're interested in keto. And, yes. and I'll be really honest about that. Yep. Um, and most of the people in our community are on the ketogenic lifestyle or they want to start or they've heard something about it and they're interested in it. Yes. So we will be doing two key things in the keto lifestyle. We'll be eating keto foods yep. and we'll be following the keto fasting guidelines, the yes. intermittent fasting. Now, that's great, but we've had a lot of requests <laughs> on previous challenges of people saying, I'm not ready for keto or I'm close to keto or I'm carnivore or I'm just doing low carb, not quite keto. Mm -hmm. Or even, I, you know, I'm, I'm a bit far off that I'm not ready to get to yes. start there or I've been doing Whole30 or one of those other, you know, way of eating. And so what we've done is we've opened it up a little bit this time. We said you can do clean, right? And clean, what we're talking about here is eating whole foods where you can. So making the healthy choice. Um, trying to choose foods which are not packaged and they're not processed because we know that packaged and processed foods contain a lot of toxic uh, you know, ingredients, a lot of chemicals that are not good for the body. Yes. We're going to remove sugars and we're going to remove um, any kind of artificial sweeteners where we can again. Um, we're going to remove junk foods and so we're really going to, what we would say, clean up the diet. And there'll be a lot more guidelines mm. um, once, we, you know, once we announce that, but um, the, it's basically trying to get your your diet, your way of eating as clean as you possibly can and back to a whole foods diet, which will, if you're not eating like that right now, mm. it will benefit you enormously. Yes. The next step from that is into the ketogenic and that's where we're going to get rid of the carbohydrates and we're going to go low carbohydrate and high fat. So yeah. option one, eat clean, yes. whole foods, not processed, not junk, not toxic fats, not sugars, not artificial sweeteners. Mm -hmm. Option two, you know, go, go all in, come and join us on the, the keto lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there'll be plenty of information on both for everybody. Absolutely. So they can make that choice and we'll provide coaching and guidance and support. Mm -hmm. um, and their obligation obviously is to, well, not obviously, but what their obligation is, is to, is to on a daily basis, monitor what they're eating. Because mm -hmm. we're going to collect some of the information as we go through the, the challenge army to make sure people stay on track. Mm -hmm. People are going to submit some of their data so we can say, awesome, or give some advice or guidance. And that's you know really important is that we are going to make you write things down. Now it may not be with a pen and paper, <laughs> it may be electronically. Yes. We actually don't really care. What we want you to do is to go through that process of documenting mm. what you're doing. And the reason for that is there's nowhere to hide. <laughs> so if you don't document, this is all about psychology. If you yeah. don't document, you don't yes. write it down, you don't record it, then people find excuses, ways around mm, it, yeah. loopholes, they're not true to themselves, they're not honest. And so our one of our big jobs in these sort of challenges is to keep you honest. And that's part of the tough love. Mm, yeah. So if you come to us and say, this is what I had, we might challenge you. So did you really? Yes. And that's not about being difficult. It's not about, you know, um, pushing you. It's about helping you get to the point where you are Absolutely. honest yep. and you're able to, to yeah. deal with any, yeah. any challenges that you've got in the food space. And we've had so many people who've learned so much on challenges simply because they thought they were doing the right thing mm. or they submitted information saying this is what I ate but really when we've dug into it what they've actually eaten is totally different to what they thought they were eating and so there's a huge education piece in there so by Absolutely writing it right. down or, or putting it into an app or putting it into, mm. into a tool you can collect it it can be analysed and we can give some feedback and some guidance so it's a very very powerful tool it's incredibly powerful and you know people tuning in would be surprised at mm. when we look at something as simple as macros yes. how much protein are you having in a day how much fat are you having how many carbohydrates 
people think they know how to eat. People think they know what keto is. And again, don't want to sound condescending in any way whatsoever, but people often get a real shock with this one when their graphs, their pie charts, their macros don't look how they're meant to look. And some of that is, and it's really understandable. I can empathise with people big time on this Mm. because one of the biggest things we do, especially on keto, is we increase fat significantly and we drop carbohydrates down, very different to our standard diets. And so if you're somebody who has always eaten low fat and all of a sudden we're saying to you, now increase your fats, and they do, they increase what they think is significantly, but it's probably nowhere near Mm. the macros of the ketogenic lifestyle. And so again, if you are coming into it, you're maybe a bit fat phobic, you're going to resist putting that fat onto your meals. And having somebody like us to say, look, understand it's difficult, but you're still a long (laughs) way off. And people say, I'm not getting the results. Well, it's because you're not hitting your macros. But sometimes you just need you know, an objective person say, on the outside to say, hang on a second, let's just take a second look <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and let's maybe make a few few tweaks or even bigger yeah. tweaks and let's see if we can get you to where you need to be. Okay, so a big part of the challenge will be food, mm. monitoring food, guiding, coaching, making sure people are eating everything that they need to eat to support the results they want to achieve. Mm. Second part is all around movement. It is. Mm. And, you know, I think that... There's a lot of misconceptions around movement, but essentially what we're talking about here is committing to a certain amount of movement every every day, but some very specific blocks of movement during the week. Yes. And again, you know, some of this will be personalised to each individual, but what we know is everybody, everybody, regardless, has become more sedentary over a period of time. And so if you look back at, you know, maybe 20 years, you probably find you are more sedentary now than you used to be. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to develop healthy patterns and healthy amounts of movement. So we're looking for as much movement as you can do, but we're looking for some specific blocks about three times a week that you commit to. And whether we call it movement or exercise or fitness, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Again, we'll help you design something that's good for you, Mm -hmm. but it's about committing to those three specific blocks and achieving them and reporting back on them. Excellent. And the last one, which is one of our faves, is sleep. Making Mm. sure that for the duration of the challenge, we are monitoring and we're trying to achieve a certain amount of good quality sleep each day. It is, and this is a really interesting one because I almost wanted to put this first because, you know, to me and to us, sleep is more important than diet um, and so food and fasting and movement and exercise combined because there are so many benefits that come with good sleep. Mm. You know, all the health benefits, it will assist you in your weight loss journey. It will help your body recover from the movement and exercise that you do. Yeah. Um, so just in terms of health, longevity, wellness, everything that we're trying to achieve, sleep underpins it. And one of the things you find about a lot of challenges is they cover food. Mm. People want to lose weight, so they do diets. And it and it, that really is that diet mentality. Mm. Or it's a fitness challenge, so they're just doing the exercise component. This, we're looking at everything, and we're looking at making sure that all of your food and fasting and your movement benefits are assimilated through good sleep. It's also because we know from all the work that we do, Mike, that people struggle to get good sleep. They struggle to get enough, 
and they struggle to get good quality sleep. Yes, they don't give sleep the love it deserves. They don't. And so I predict, my 2020 prediction good. is that the most that most people will struggle to achieve the sleep that we would be recommending. Mm. And we're recommending what? Seven and a half hours? Seven and a half hours as a minimum. Mm. And you know, there is no right and wrong answer in terms of how much sleep each person yep. needs. Yep. But what we know is that the average person will need between seven and nine hours sleep. Um, seven to me is a little bit too short. Yes. If we're aiming for seven and a half hours of sleep, you want to be in bed for eight hours, yes. ideally. So that's quite tough for a lot of people mm. to mm. put down devices, to put down work, to put down family stuff, to commit to being in bed, horizontal, eyes closed, <laughs> lights out for an eight hour time yeah, block. Yeah. And that there'll be people tuning in right now who will be saying, yeah, I'm not sure. There'll yeah. be other people tuning in who'll say, yeah, I get that. I, I do that already. Mm. But if they actually were to track their sleep, you know, they were to use a ring or a watch or a mobile phone, they might find that they're not anywhere near yeah, where yeah. they think. So people sort of fool themselves a bit with sleep. They do, they do. You know, and again, it's one of those things where we do it passively. We go to bed, we fall asleep, we get up the next morning mm. and we start. And we do other things much more actively like movement and like diet. Yeah, yeah. Whereas sleep... Sleep we, just happens. It happens. We don't put the effort yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. So what we're trying to do is to elevate the importance mm -hmm. because this is probably a game changer for a lot of people Absolutely. in terms of their health, wellness and longevity. Mm. So let's make it a priority and let's actively mm. try and sleep better. Mm. So that's the 20 days, isn't it, really? That's the, that's the primary focus is making sure you follow what you're committing to when it comes to food, whether yep. it's clean or keto making sure you're focused on what you're committing to when it comes to movement. So yep. you're going to choose a movement or exercise type three times a week, mm -hmm. trying to get good quality seven and a half hours sleep each night. Yep. And then you've got some plans for some little things that are going to happen during the 20 days, aren't you? It's exciting. So we are, we, you know, we're going to cover those three big building blocks. That's what people are committing to for the 20 days. That's yes. it. So that's your minimum. So if you do nothing else, come in, we'll help you with your food, your movement and your sleep. Yes. So, and that's a fantastic starting point. Tuck you point. in every night. That's exactly it. So it really is a fantastic starting point. And by doing this, you're doing amazing things mm. for your wellness. Yep. But then we got lots of people who are interested to go a little bit beyond that. And so every day we're going to have a theme or a topic. It might be something around the psychology. It might be tips. It might be recipes. We'll have something every single day so that you'll get some additional mm. information. And then for those who are keen to just push a little bit further or they've already you know got the keto lifestyle nailed mm -hmm. and they're doing the fasting they've got the movement the down they've already got the next level we will have additional components to the challenge cool. completely optional you yeah. don't have to do them so there'll be the core three and then there'll be some additional components as well so, so really really exciting for everyone isn't it absolutely so it's exciting it starts in what 10 days Oh, something like that. 10, I'm not days. sure exactly, big, but the <laughs> big countdown. January. And we've still got places, so we still have people who want to, to come in. I mean, the, that's right. The, the reality is, you know, we want as many people as possible. However, However. Um, there is a limit because we do give personal support. We do answer messages. Mm. You know, we do try to do that in a really timely fashion. Um, and to make sure that we're giving everybody, you know, individual support, there is a limit you know, we, we've got quite a few people coming in, but we there have. is a limit on how many people that, that we can take. So, yeah, if you are interested, yep. find us on any platform. It doesn't matter which one, whether you're on YouTube right now, 
pop us a comment. Um, if you're listening on the podcast, pop us a comment or find us on one of the social platforms, yep. you know, Facebook, um, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Um, you can get everywhere. to us everywhere or email peaks at thepeakslife.com. And we will respond and we will get you booked in. We will. And we'll get your challenge started. We will. So drop us a comment, drop us a message, book your place and let's do this. No excuse. No excuse. Most people tuning in, there's no excuse. They've got every possible platform to contact us. They have. Every reason in the world. It's going to be a great challenge. Looking forward to it. Hey guys, thanks for joining us on the Peaks Audio Experience. Make sure you've subscribed and please share the podcast. And more importantly, don't forget to tell all your friends it's awesome, it's amazing and inspiring. And send us your hot topics to cover on a future episode. For now, have a great Peaks day. (laughs)